Hi guys, welcome to another episode of When the Scriptures Become Real. Again, a podcast where we learn, where we study, where we grow. We try to become the best versions of ourselves as we can as we continue to serve our Lord. Again, you can find the podcast on YouTube. You can also find it anywhere that you can get your podcast. And we're thankful that you guys are here and that you have found the podcast. So quickly, there, was, there will not be a video portion for this one since there was so much great feedback for uh, these two topics. So I decided to do both, right? Why not? <laughs> Why not do both? So I'll do one today and then we'll do one Monday. And the one Monday will have audio and video. So the one today will just be audio. All right. So again, I'm so appreciative of all the DMs and, and requests and all that. I'm just, thank you guys so much. All right. So let's get into what we're talking about today. So we're talking about the topic, appreciate what you have until before it's gone. Appreciate what you have before it's gone. This is this is tough. This is tough because all of us, if we're being honest, all of us have been in a, in a part of our lives where we didn't appreciate something. We didn't appreciate someone. We didn't appreciate, um, you know, what we had at the time in terms of maybe a job or this, whatever it was. You know, for whatever reason that we say it was, we just didn't appreciate it. We've all been there. And so sometimes, um, you know, we can get so caught up in us. We can get so caught up in what's just going on with you, what's just going on with me, with your life, with, you know, life can be a whirlwind at times, guys. And you understand that, right? I get it. You know, life can be a whirlwind. You know, there's always something. You know, that's what my dad always says. There's always something, right? Always Something always pops off, right? Something, there's always something to take care of. There's always something to do. There's always a bill to pay. There's always something not going right, right? There's always something. And so we've all been there. But here's the danger of that. Obviously, that's life. But if we get so caught up in what's going on in that whirlwind, Sometimes we can kind of isolate ourselves in the storm. And as we isolate ourselves in that storm, then we start forgetting what's really around us. And also we start forgetting who actually really gives a care about us. Right. Right. We obviously miss that. And it's easy to miss it because the whirlwind is so strong. Right. But there's so many people that really care about what's going on. But sometimes, you know, because of life circumstances, we miss it. So what we're going to do today, we're going to look at a couple things that will happen if if we, we kind of stay so isolated in our own whirlwind and in our own storm. So here's number one. If we don't appreciate what's around us, someone else will. If we don't appreciate what's around us, someone else will. I'm reminded of Luke chapter 18, right? And we've looked at this before, but remember in Luke 18, right? You have the rich ruler that comes to Jesus, right? And we understand this because we went through this in previous podcasts. But the thing about Jesus is he was a great opportunity, wasn't he? But because of the whirlwind that was going on in that rich man's life, he didn't want to give up his money. And so what did he do to the person that he should have appreciated? What does the text say that he did? He walked away sorrowful. So sometimes for us as Christians, we can do the same thing. You know, opportunities to to be saved from this storm, to be saved from this whirlwind, to be saved from all of these problems and things going on in our lives. 
you know, the opportunity is there to to see Jesus, to meet him, to incorporate him into our lives more. But we miss it. We miss it and we miss the opportunity. And sometimes, guys, in our lives, it's so easy to, to miss the opportunities. It's it's incredibly easy to miss the opportunities in our lives. You know, I'm reminded. And again, I mentioned a song before, but here's an, here's another good one you can put in your playlist. There's a song by uh, Jeremy Passion, right? Jeremy Passion. And it's called Well Done, right? It's a great song. Um, but essentially, it, it kind of embodies what we're talking about today. And so what Jeremy talks about in the song is in the beginning, he talks about how he was so focused on his life. He was so focused on what was going on with his music career, with touring, with all this stuff. And then every once in a while, he would go see this loved one. And every once in a while, he'd see this loved one when he wasn't on tour and doing all this stuff. And he mentioned in the song that every time he saw that loved one, he saw them smile. But on the other end of that loved one passing away, he says, I understand that there was some pain behind that smile, too. All you wanted was to see me. All you wanted was to talk to me. All you wanted was for me to be around. But what did I always say to you as a loved one? I'll get I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. And so he said in the song, I wish I knew how to turn back the hands of time. Because maybe then I would be standing right there by your side. You know, so many times when we don't appreciate what's around us, when we don't appreciate the people that are really supporting us and and what we're trying to do, what we're trying to build, who we're trying to become. If we don't if we don't see that, here's the here's the sad part about this whirlwind, guys. Sometimes life takes them from us. And that's the sad part about it. You know, that loved one that he had, he was always running around. But now what woke him up was the fact that that loved one's gone. You know, I think about Christ. I think about what Christ did. Christ loved us immensely, right? Christ gave compassion, love, care, concern, truth, discipline, life, bread, water. I mean, he gave us all of this stuff. And now he's there with Pilate. And he said, choose. And they chose a thief over the man that really cared more about them than anyone else in this world. And so here's here's the danger of not appreciating what's around us because it's going to be gone one day. And I think about what happened with Jesus after they mocked him and they crucified him. The earth shook and everyone understood this guy wasn't just who we thought he was. And what did the centurion say? He said this this was truly the son of God. Here's my advice that I think we should incorporate a little bit more. Sometimes we don't appreciate what we have until it's gone. Why do we always have to wait till it's gone before we appreciate it? Let, let's start looking around and myself, I'm, I'm talking to myself too. I'm pointing the fingers back to me. Let's look around and let's look at what's really going on around us. And let's look at who really cares. Because sometimes, you know, we don't want a, a bad circumstance or, or, or 
certain things or transition to move them away when it was right here in front of us and we missed it, right? And so if we don't appreciate what we have, someone else will or it will be taken away. Then number two, as we keep walking forward and as we keep kind of thinking together, right, through this process, if we don't appreciate what we have, then what's going to happen is we'll always live in regret too. You know, have you ever um, had a buddy or, or a friend or or someone that used to live close to you or whatever it was, and because of circumstances, now they're gone? You know, don't you look back at, at certain times and be like, man, I, I, I miss that. You know, I miss those times of, uh, you know, being with my buddy or going here or doing that. You know, that's why the Bible always talks about redeeming the time because the days are evil. The one thing that we think we have an abundance of is the one thing that we really don't have an abundance of. You know, think about think about uh, when you're at, at an event or when you're with your friends or when you're with someone. Right. And doesn't this phrase always pop up? Oh, we got time. Hey, I, we, we need to start doing this a little bit more. No, we got time. We got time. We always say that, don't we? Oh, we got time. Uh, we, we're good. We got time. You know, we always think we have more time than what we really have. Sometimes we really don't have that time. Sometimes that time, the time that we need to kind of relish is right now. It is right now. You know, I heard of a, a preacher. He was at a congregation for a while. And as he was at this congregation, you know, um, he had to leave because of transition, right, which is natural. And so he left. And when he went to another congregation, you know, we were with a group of preachers and uh, I actually knew the member that was with him at the previous congregation. And so the member came up and kind of pulled me aside and talked to me for a little bit. And he said, you know, we should have appreciated him while he was here. Now that this preacher's gone, we we missed that he was here. And he told me too, he said, now I understand what he was trying to preach. Because when that preaching, when that when that challenge, when that love, when that care, when that concern's gone, it, it'll be an immediate hit. Like, man, I really get it now. Like, I really understand what they were trying to say. Have you ever had that with someone that you know? Maybe a loved one, maybe a friend? who they, they kind of says stuff all the time. You kind of blew it off. But then once they're gone, you really understood what they were trying to say. Let's not wait till it gets to that point. Let's kind of evaluate and look what we have. Look at, look at what's here. And so as we talk about this topic, guys, of appreciate what you have before it's gone. You know, I think about this phrase. Don't we talk about this phrase, um, uh, one man's trash is what? <laughs> one man's trash is another man's treasure. This, this was one of those phrases where I didn't get it as a kid. I'm like, why would someone want trash, though? Like, I didn't. I was like, what are we what are we really talking about here? I didn't get it. But now, you know, that phrase, I really understand it now. One man's trash is another man's treasure. And sometimes when we don't appreciate what we have around us, 
guess what we're telling the people around us? Even though even though we might not say it verbally, what are our actions showing the people around us? What am I to you? Quote unquote trash. So here's what happens. What what happens in sports when a player plays for an organization and that player does not feel appreciated for the blood, sweat and tears that he has given to that organization? What does that player exercise his option to do? Call for a trade or go to go to another team? What is the motivation behind a player going from one team to another one? Because he understands the value that he brings to that organization. He understands that. The coaches understand that. His other teammates understand that. But someone upstairs, the organization, sometimes the fans, whoever it is, don't appreciate what he's bringing to the table. And so guess why they leave? They leave because of lack of appreciation. Next time, when you watch baseball, when you watch football, no matter, watch the trade deadline. And then watch when they interview them, they'll always say, I just feel like I needed a fresh start. That's code for, I feel like I just wanted someone to appreciate me. That's what that's code for. And so sometimes when we don't appreciate what's around us, the things that we don't appreciate aren't going to stay. Has that happened to you before? Sometimes the things that we don't appreciate, it's not just going to stay there. They're going to go to things. They're going to go to opportunities that actually don't treat them as trash. What, what is the phrase? One man's trash is. And here's the crazy thing about it. One thing, you know, think about think about a, a garage sale item. One item that I totally just don't like or one item that I just think, uh, I mean, I could take it, but I'd be OK without it type deal. One item that I feel about that way, someone else can come up and just look at it with such awe, with such respect, with such honor and be like, this is what I've been looking for for X amount of years. This is what I've been waiting for. This is what I've been searching every garage in America for, for this. I And you don't want this. Oh, but give it to me. I'll take it. I'll pay double for it. Sometimes that's the way it is with people. And honestly, as we're talking, that's how it is with God. For some people, God is, I'll take it or leave it. I'll take it when it's, when, it's, when it's time to take it. But for some people, this is everything to me. Remember what we mentioned in Luke 18 with, with the prodigal, or not the prodigal, with the, the rich young ruler, right? He walked away. But if we look in chapter 19, we're introduced to Zacchaeus. And you know, the, the crazy thing about it is the text before it describes Zacchaeus as small. In Luke 19, it mentions that Zacchaeus was rich. So guess who was the exact same as the, as the young ruler? Zacchaeus was. They were both rich. So now there's no excuse, is there? But Zacchaeus, the same Jesus that the rich ruler was, walked away from Zacchaeus the text says he ran he climbed in a tree he ran and he repented for what he was doing you see sometimes um 
that's what happens with opportunities and with people in our lives. You know, we, we take people, we take things, we take what we have. We kind of take it for granted. But then, you know what the crazy part about it is sometimes? Is sometimes we have the audacity at times to get jealous. Because we see something else, we see someone else with it now. We see, so, so now we had the opportunity with this. We threw it away. Now someone else has this job opportunity. Someone else has this person. Someone else has this or that. And now, what do we say in our minds? I shoulda, coulda, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Don't live your life as a shoulda, coulda, woulda life. Don't be a shoulda, coulda, woulda Christian. Take advantage of the opportunities that we have. Because, as the old saying goes, one man's trash is another man's treasure. And so here's some things that we can appreciate about people. And again, I'm pointing the finger back to me, too. We can appreciate people's care and concern. You know, when we think about care and concern, that's a that's a thing that's precious, just like time. Time is precious and someone's care and concern is precious. Why do I say that? Because when you think about care and concern, Whoever is giving me care and concern, they don't have to. But something stirred within them for them to stop what they're doing in their busy day, in their busy schedule, in their busy life. Something stirred up within them to stop what they were doing and to look at me specifically and to say, man, maybe Jordan needs this. You know how insane that is? That's crazy. So that's why care and concern should be valued because we care and concern, it doesn't need to happen. But this is why it's so great because care and concern from you, someone's choosing to do that. And guess what love is? Love is not a feeling. Love is a choice. I'm choosing to do this. You're choose. Love is a choice. And no wonder the Lord tells us all the time in the New Testament with Paul's letters and even in Romans to serve one another, to, to have true, uh, true brotherly love towards one another, to love one another. First Corinthians 13. That's why care and concern is important because it's just like time. It's precious. Someone doesn't have to, but they choose to. So appreciate people's care and concern. Because I promise you, you know, you're going to miss those opportunities when you don't get text messages anymore. You're going to miss those opportunities where you don't get the check-ins anymore. You're going to miss the opportunities where you don't get the, um, you know, the prayers anymore because they might be gone. Appreciate the time that we have. Another thing we can appreciate, appreciate someone's. Appreciate someone's smile. Appreciate their smile, their their handshake, their their aura. Appreciate what's what's about them. You know, obviously there's some there's some great brethren that passed this year. Some great brethren that I respect and that I have much love for them and their families. And there's times where I wish I can be around them again. I wish I can see them smile. I wish I can hear them laugh. 
I wish I could hear them saying, keep going, brother. I wish I could hear them say, the Lord's going to take it. I can't hear that anymore. Their families can't hear that anymore. We need to start appreciating people's auras. We need to start appreciating who they are. Think about this for a second. Think about the disciples, guys. We have all the, all the, um, you know, the, the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. In my opinion, I believe the disciples, those 12 men were the most lucky guys to ever walk the earth. They were the luckiest guys to ever walk the earth. Because imagine what you're going through right now, right? You might be going through pain, through the loss of a loved one. You might be going through grief, depression, anxiety, busyness, you know, all the stuff going on, trouble, pain, hurt. Think about all the stuff that a man can go through, that a woman can go through and make it make it personal for you. Can you imagine while you're going through all this stuff that we talked about that just like I'm talking to you, you can sit there and say, hey, Jesus, can we talk? Think about that for a second. These men were walking with God, the creator of time, the creator of space, the creator of the universe, of the galaxies, of the stars. That's a lot. I mean, the earth is light years away from all these things. The creator of everything, the, the beginning, the end, the alpha, the omega, the lion of Judah, our savior. And all these problems that we deal with. Can you imagine sitting next to Jesus by the fire, eating some fish, eating some bread? Lord, I'm going through this right now. I don't know how to I don't know how to get through that. Imagine those conversations that we don't know about. Sometimes we're going to miss the opportunities that we have with people. I know there's somebody in your life right now that you wish you could pick up the phone and say, hey, can we can we talk about what's going on in my life? Hey, I could use some encouragement. Hey, I could use some help. Hey, I could use I could use a prayer with you over the phone. Hey, I could. I just want to go out for some ice cream. I just want to go out for a drink at Sonic. You know, just just some some crazy. I mean, and just think about the opportunities that we miss. And think about how sad the disciples were. When Jesus left, he's gone. He said he's coming back. But now imagine you don't have that person to talk to intimately like that anymore. You don't have that person that knows you in and out anymore. He's gone. Did we really take advantage of our Lord while he was here? Maybe those are some conversations the disciples have among themselves. They had among themselves. But we we have to learn to appreciate who's around us. We got to appreciate them. Because they're not always going to be here. You know, and I know that for me, I could do 100% better. Absolutely. I know I can. And, you know, as we grow and as we develop and and as we mature, one thing that um, the Bible is teaching me as I'm studying and growing. Obviously, if anybody knows me, I'm as busy as anyone else. Right. I've got I've got master's level school. I've got, you know, working with the kids. I've got doing classes, you know, college level classes to prepare for Tuesday. Lessons on Monday, lessons on Sunday, lessons on when. So, I mean, and that's just three or four days of the week. You know, I'm just as busy, if not busy, than a lot of other people, too. 
That's not including all the other calls and concerns, right? But I can do 100% better. And I think what I can do better is, is finding opportunities to serve. Look at who I could call. Look at who I could text. Look at who I could uh, challenge through the scripture. Because so many times what can get so easy <clears throat> is to get caught up in my own whirlwind, to get caught up in your whirlwind. And then we use that. We use what's going on as kind of the kind of the, the trump card for everything. You know, well, you, you know, you just know what's going on. You know, here's the thing about our own whirlwinds and things that are happening in our lives. You know, sometimes we can use that as either a scapegoat or we could choose to find and we can choose to love people. You know, I heard of a couple and this couple was extremely busy. They're they're married, right? They're a married couple. And the the wife was at work, right? The wife and the wife has, you know, with the kids to deal with. The husband's at work, the husband's got projects and and deals to close and all these things happening, right? And so they come home and essentially because both of them have been doing so much work, they're both extremely tired, right? So it's hard for them to find time. And so the marriage started to deteriorate because the other things took precedence over it. And so this couple went in to talk to a counselor. And as they're talking to the counselor, the counselor looks at them and they explain their situation. And the counselor says, I get your problem. And he said, I know how to solve it. And they said, great. Well, what, what's the problem? So the counselor said, number one, both y'all aren't appreciating each other. I said, what are you talking about? We're married. We love each other. He said, that's one thing. That's one thing to be something. It's a whole other thing to appreciate that something. He says, I can tell your husband, you don't appreciate your wife. Yeah, you're working for her, but you don't know, you don't know her. Wife, you don't appreciate your husband. Yeah, you work, you, you, you help with the kids, you do all this stuff, but you don't appreciate the hard work and what he has to deal with each day. So what you guys don't do, you're not appreciating each other. Then he said, number two, what happens? He says, you appreciate what's outside the home rather than what's inside the home. You see, that's what kills relationships and that's what kills families. The lack of what we're talking about today, the lack of appreciation, when you start to appreciate what's outside of whatever it is, whatever's on the outside is going to become more important than what's on the inside. And then we're doomed because we appreciate what's outside of the home rather than what's inside the home or what's inside the relationship or what's inside the friendship, whatever it is. And so he said, this is how you fix it. He said, great. How do we fix the problem? He said, what you got to start doing, he said, you got to start doing one thing. You got to start appreciating. But then number two, he said, you got to stop. You got to start sacrificing. And the counselor told the couple, the married couple, he said, if you don't choose to sacrifice for the person that you love, he said, everything outside the house, you are going to let dictate how you love the other person. So he said, husband. If you don't choose to make time for her, he said, your job 
and your clients are going to dictate how you love her. And guess what? As of right now, you don't. And he said, wife, you have to choose to love him and your children or you're going to let what's outside the home dictate how you love your own kids and how you love your husband. He said, you guys aren't even doing the simplest thing. And they said, what? He said, you're not choosing to love. You're forcing it. So you got to choose. See, here's the thing like we're talking about today, guys. What loving Christ, what loving God, what loving people, what loving your spouse, whoever it is. Guess what it is, guys? It's a choice. We can use our whirlwind as an excuse, but that's only going to work for so long. It's a choice. And so we have to choose to appreciate our family. We have to choose to appreciate our loved ones. We have to choose to appreciate our brethren. We have to choose to appreciate our spouse, our partner, our boyfriend, our girlfriend, our husband, our wife. We got to choose that. Because if we don't choose, I promise you, life will choose for you. And at the end of it, we're all going to sit back and we're going to say we wish we would have. Guys, take some time to appreciate who's around you, who actually really gives a care about you as a person. Because that could be gone. And when that's gone, we don't want to look back and say, man, I missed it. Let's start appreciating what God does for us, too. Ultimately, this is what this is about. It's about appreciating the Lord, appreciate what he's done, appreciate his sacrifice. Isn't that what the Lord's Supper is about on Sunday? What does that give us time to do? To reflect and appreciate what God did and what Jesus did. Here's here's something as we close that I wanted to impart on you guys. If we don't learn to appreciate God and to appreciate Christ, we will never truly unlock Christianity. We have to truly appreciate him and truly appreciate God. And that will trickle down to every person that we meet. Because if you don't truly appreciate something or someone, you're always going to miss it. But there's a song that we sing about Christ and appreciating him. And the song goes, I keep falling in love with him over and over and over and over again. He gets sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. Oh, what a love between my God and I. I keep falling in love with him over and over and over and over again. Guys, let's let's appreciate our Lord. Let's appreciate the people around us. Let's appreciate it, number one, before it's gone. Let's appreciate it before it's taken. And let's also appreciate it before that thing or those opportunities leave us because they didn't feel appreciated. Let's start, let's start really appreciating it.
thank you guys so much, man. I just, there's so much I got to work on too. You know, I got to do a lot better and I know that there's a lot I can improve on. Um, but that's, that's the beauty of it. We're going to work together. We're going to appreciate people together. And once we do this, you know, we're going to, we're going to do this together. So I appreciate you guys. Again, we'll be back on Monday with, um, another podcast. There'll be a video portion there and audio. And remember this one will just be audio. You can find it wherever you can get your podcast. Uh, make sure you subscribe there. And I appreciate you guys. If you guys ever have anything, DM me, let me know and we can get it done. Thanks guys.